it on the inside Let's go, let's take it where your friends might Not know, yes, take them to the real side I know you've been waiting for me Get the keys and just grab the Henny What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Dropping Wisdom with Santos podcast. And today, I have my old buddy named Jason. I've known him for um close to well over 20 years. We've been buddies in the Coast Guard. But today, we're going to be talking about something crazy. Go ahead, Jason. Introduce yourself and tell us what we're going to be talking about today. Hey, what's up, Santos? What's up, everybody? My name is Jason Sarowski. I'm, uh, I'm 45 years old. I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Like Santos said, uh, we met... A long, long time ago in the Coast Guard, and we maintained our relationship since then. And um, I'm here, I guess, to talk about my uh, journey on Survival Challenge. That's what you want to talk about? Yeah, that, I think that's awesome. Um, so it's the Survival Challenge. Is yes. this going to be on TV? So it's going to be on YouTube. So let me, let me give you a little bit of background. Um, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Survivor. I love the show. I love Big Brother. I love all those like reality, social experiment type games, right? Um, so I've been applying to CBS Survivor for maybe like five years now, and I, I just—it's hard to get on. It's—it's it's like it's a big time show. It's a prize for a million bucks. Like everybody wants to go on it. Um, but what I realized was I went on Facebook to Live Reality Games, which is like this Facebook group, um, and it's a group of of fan run games like Big Brother, like The Mole and Survivor and other ones too, um, where they have a full production team. Most of them uh, Facebook live stream the events and then they like they'll do post production and put it on YouTube. Um, and I was like, damn, like people do this. Like, this is kind of cool. Like, I'll probably never get on the CBS show. So let me just apply to some of these. Um, so I applied the survival challenge because they had some pretty badass um challenges like if you look at if if you go to their web or the facebook and look at some of their challenges they are grandiose like the survivor ones like big swimming challenges they build all this fucking stuff that like you got to climb up like it's it's legit so i was like let me apply um and what what's the application steps what did you have to go through with that yeah so to to um to apply i I went to their website survivalchallenge.net i'm gonna i'm gonna pitch it because they're taking it's it's uh, January twentieth right now. They're taking applications till January thirty first for this season coming up. But um, to apply, I had to I had to do a like a two minute video of myself just talking about why I'm I'd be good at survival survivor um, or survival challenge. Why they should cast me. Um, you know a little bit about myself, kind of like we're doing here a little bit, but then kind of talking to my strategy of the game. Um, and you you upload it to their site, and then if they like you. Based on your two minutes, they'll call you and they set up a, a casting interview. So I got to sit down um, on Zoom, just like this, with like six of the members from production and the host. And they just asked me a, like a, like it's like a job interview. They, they asked me like a, a butt ton of questions and try to get a feel of who I was. And it was pretty good. Okay, now that, that two minute video that you have to sound all perky and everything. Hi, guys, my name's Jason. Or a nah, hey, man, my nah I was just me, bro. Like, and that's that's one thing they always tell you when you when you're casting for shows. Like, you don't want to be fake. If you're fake, um, they're gonna be able to see right through that shit. Or if they call you back for an actual one to one interview and they realize you're not that person, they're gonna tell you to fuck off. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they they you you need to be legit. So I was just like I am now. I was the camera telling them like this is why I'm gonna win. This is why I'm awesome. 
I got these skills. You guys want me on your show. And how's it funded? Um, so it's a charity event, which is awesome. So I had to pay once I got cast, I had to pay to play. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a 501, uh, nonprofit. And, uh, I paid 300 bucks when I was cast, just like the rest of the cast does. Um, it's fully volunteer run. So, um, everybody who helps run it and produce it are, are prior contestants, which is cool. Um, and any money that they have that they get is, um, that, that doesn't go towards the, like the game and, and like the building of the challenges goes to charity, which, um, it's a local charity in Illinois where they run the game. Okay. So this one was in Illinois and this was season nine. Yep. I was season nine, believe it or not. It started in Maine. It was called Durham Warriors. Um, but then they got actual survivors involved, like people who had played the real CBS survivor and they changed it to survival challenge and they moved to this this huge property in Macomb, Illinois, um, the guy hosts the event. He um, he lets them use the property. He has this big forest, and he, he makes these, like, camps. <clears throat> and he lets them come out there and uh, stay on the property in tents, and production does this whole thing, and it's it, and it keeps all their challenge materials there. It's awesome. And Season 9 has already been out on YouTube? So they're, they're a little bit behind. It's because it's all... It's all um, it's all uh, volunteer based. They're a little bit behind on the season. So season eight has not been released on YouTube yet. And then my season will be after that. So they're looking at hopefully season eight by the summer. And then maybe um, my season sometime next fall. But hey, when did you do it? What's that? When did you do yours though? When was it? July. It's every July they do it. It's, oh, every um, July? Yeah, it's the Wednesday after uh, 4th of July. It's like usually the second Wednesday they start it. And it goes Wednesday to Sunday. It's a five-day event. And do they post... So they do a um, show an obstacle per day, or do do they do it once a week, or on YouTube, or what? Oh no! It, so because there's 24 c- contestants, and everybody, you know, there's only one winner. Everybody has to get voted out eventually. It's it's consistently, um, you're consistently doing a challenge, and then you have a tribal council where somebody gets voted out, and then you've got another challenge, and then are so, you allowed to tell us what your challenges were? Oh yeah, man! You can go. You can go to Facebook Survival Challenge on Facebook and you can go watch my entire season on the Facebook live streams there. And they're not live anymore, but they're all saved. So you can watch my whole season play out, um, on Facebook for now until they do the productions where you'll see my, um, confessionals and they do all that stuff. That's on YouTube a little bit later, but you can still go see the challenges. They are, they are hard. I'm telling you right now. And I'm, I'm in shape. They are hard. How did the coast guard approve this shit? So uh, I had to take leave for it, obviously, but because it was only a five-day event, I took like a week of leave, and um, you know the way I pitched it was I was doing it for charity, and uh, I was gonna I was gonna play like a like a like a positive game. I wasn't gonna be like a backstabbing type conniving guy, and I was gonna you know bring bring credit upon the service. And my captain was all for it. He thought it was awesome, and actually, uh, I was I'm in the, I was stationed in the command center in DC, and. Um, Everybody was watching. They were live streaming it in the Commandant's Command Center. Which is oh, that's cool. cool shit. Did um, What yeah. did you place? Uh, so I was, I think I, out of 24, I was like the ninth voted out. So I placed like 15th. But there was, a, there is, I, I made it to day four or five. The problem is right, right before we got to the merge where everybody starts competing individually, um, they did a tribe swap and we just drew buffs to be on another tribe. And I ended up being on a tribe by myself with everybody that 
people already had made relationships, so they just voted me out first. I mean, it, it's I got screwed, but that's that's cool. I mean, that's that's part of the game. It's all there's some luck involved, right? And I got I, I pulled a bad uh, tribe swap, so. Yeah, I mean, maybe you shouldn't have showed good leadership and skills. Maybe you should have started backstabbing motherfuckers. Maybe I'll tell you what, you. man. That's one of the things they said. On the first couple of days, uh, you know how – you're the same way. Like, when you're – when you – like, we're we're a little bit older, right? Like, most of the competitors were – I was the oldest male competitor. Um, I had the military background. I'm athletic. I don't like to lose. Uh, so they could see that I was I was a competitor and I was good. So – when they got the opportunity, they uh, they voted me out. But I, I can't be mad at it. I mean, it, it's a compliment, right? Like, they didn't want to go further with me. Cause yeah, because sometimes they vote out the strongest link. Because oh, they, yeah. want, they want that weaker motherfucker for later on. And we can drop his ass any time kind of a deal. Right, because right? once you get to the merge and everybody is playing individually, you're going up against that strong guy that was your ally, but now yeah. you're playing against each other. They don't want to play against. They don't want to go against me. So, so in five it's, days, it's, there was 24 challenges in five days. Oh, there was way more than 24 challenges. 24 competitors. Oh, 24. Um, how many challenges? Then how much? What you have? What was your hours like during the day? Uh, well, I lost track of time because we didn't get food. We didn't. We didn't like we. We literally were sleeping out in the middle of the forest in a camp. Um, but I would say that. Or probably 12, 14 hour days of challenges, taking a break. What? No food? Oh, yeah. No. That's part of Survivor, right? Like, how can you make decisions and sound decisions and compete when you're hungry, you're tired? Um, you know, you don't know if people are telling you the truth or lying to you. It, it's really, um, there's really so many. That's why I love Survivor so much. There's so much to it than just. You know who can who can shoot baskets or swim better or any of that stuff. There's so much more involved that. Um, so you slept in a tent. You were sleeping. What was your sleeping arrangement? You were in a tent. No, no. The production was intense. We were in a camp on the ground, and I, I'm telling you right now. So um, if you listen to my podcast, I've been interviewing some of the players that I played with. Um, on the second night, we lost our tarp during that day, um, and because we didn't win it in challenges. So we were sleeping on the ground, on the dirt, and it started thundering and lightning sometime in the night, maybe like 1 a.m. And we literally, I was literally, I had my hood up, right, like this. I'm standing up against a tree trying to sleep while it's pouring rain. It's middle of July, and I'm freezing. My feet look like raisins, dude, like the next morning. Um, it is not comfortable, but... Um, it's one of the hardest things I ever did, and that includes like being underway in the Coast Guard and stuff like that. Um, it's mentally challenging, but it is. It was one of the greatest experiences of my life, and it was only five days. So, did you see any wildlife? Um, no, not really. I mean, it's a farm, right? So, like, oh, okay, you're out in the middle of the woods, but like, there's also a house and a farm pretty close, and they, 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 when, when before when they prep for the show. They they make paths, you know. He like he'll cut paths with his tractor and makes the makes round areas for like camps and stuff like that. Um, but so you're not like in the middle of nowhere, but you're also you don't have any any coverage. You're not you're you're not comfortable by any means. Okay, we're gonna do three things here. Tell us what your favorite challenge was. All right, um. That's tough, man. I think my favorite challenge was we had a group challenge where we were tethered together with another player. 
And I got to be tethered with um, one of the players from Real Survivor. Her name is Missy Bird. She's a phenomenal person. She played in um, Island of the Idols, which is season 39. Um, and we and she was ex-military also. And we bonded really tight. But um, in my portion of the challenge, her and I were tethered together like like with like a, a rope. And we had to cross a balance beam. And then, because uh, we were the anchors, and we had to knock, o- knock off... Um, they had like these blocks, these wooden blocks that were stacked in a pyramid. Like that was like a fucking carnival thing, right? And you got to throw sandbags from a distance and knock them off. And um, her and I were throwing these things and and I was money, dude. And I ended up knocking them off and hitting, finally getting that last one, that money shot and winning it for my tribe. And that was probably one of my favorite moments because of the way I performed. And what was your hardest challenge? Uh, we had this nasty swim challenge. Um, we had four of our tribe members were on a log that was hanging, uh, that was in the in the lake, right? And on that log was a was a rope, um, a super long rope that that spanned the length of the lake. Um, I had to take that rope, which was laying on the shore, swim it across, and then pull. Me and another tribe member had to pull the four people who were dangling on the log across before they could solve a puzzle. When I was when I started swimming, and I'm not a, I'm I'm not a great swimmer, but I'm not a terrible swimmer either. But it's it's a it was a big lake. So when I started swimming, I got halfway and I realized that my rope was tangled, and I I wouldn't I wasn't going to be able to get it all the way across the lake before starting to pull them. So I had to swim back, untangle it, and then swim back. So I ended up doing almost two laps of the lake. Oh, and by the time I got across, I was exhausted. I like like. I fell on the shore, and then my teammate, she picked up the rope, and she just started pulling this thing. I finally got my breath and helped her. Um, we were behind. The other two tribes had already been working on their puzzle, um, but we didn't quit, bro. We, we didn't quit. Um, I was dead, and we ended, up, we ended up coming back and winning it in the puzzle portion because um, my team was really good at the puzzle, and they, they came back and won. So, um, But that was the toughest one, I think, because I, I – I didn't. I thought I was gonna drown, dude. Like I, I was so tired, I didn't know if I was gonna make it across that lake. Do they have people time. monitoring you to help you just in yeah. case? Okay, yeah, hundred percent. They had people on kayaks. I mean, it, everything is done really professionally, which I, I really thought was great. I mean, you sign a waiver to play, um, but I, I never once felt like I was in real danger. Um, there was always someone there to help. Um, if if I if I if I had fallen out or started to struggle in the water, the guy that was right next to me in that canoe production number would have grabbed me for sure. Okay. So there's no lawsuit involved. Does the survivor, does the show Survivor, is okay with this survival challenge since it's kind yeah. of like copied or whatever? Yeah, um, yeah. It's so they don't use any of the the actual logos or the name, which is good. And um, you know, it's just like any other type of. It, it's a game, right? So when when production, um, it's almost like. Think of um, Dungeons and Dragons. You know how I don't, I've never really played it, but I know how a dungeon master will create a game from scratch for the players, and every game is different. First Same off, you're lying. You played that shit. I have not. <laughs> I, I you're naming this shit Dungeons Masters, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, dude. I have never. I, it's funny because I was okay. just talking to a friend about that. And they were like, "You ever play Dungeons and Dragons?" I'm like, "No, nah, I know what it's about, but I've never actually sat down and played." But I know that uh, they build the game from scratch. They know all the twists, where all the hidden idols are going to be hidden. They, they, they know when their tribe swaps are going to happen. Everything is planned out. Um, so the game is really theirs. Like it, it's, they did, just because they 
they use the same type of game. Um, they build their own game with the same survivor rule set. So, and it's okay um, to have prior survival challengers on, obviously. Then, too, prior survivors, yes, yeah, okay, yeah, because because they're doing it for charity. So they ask them like, "Hey, do you once they're done with their show in CBS, they and and their show airs, they can um, survivors can do whatever they want." So, okay, I didn't know they have some kind of contract for a certain amount of time. Yeah, there's a, there's an NDA for them, and and um. They can't do they can't do a lot until their show airs and their shows for Survivor doesn't normally air I think until like a year after they've recorded it so they have to kind of keep quiet for a year but um, these all these returning players have already their their seasons have aired they're already it's already old news so they they are welcome to come and play they were telling us a lot about the real game and it was it was great to get to know them all right two more things one. Yeah. Tell everybody, since you mentioned your podcast, tell everybody what your what the name of your podcast is and where they can chime in and listen in to it. All right. So I got two podcasts. I got my own, which is the Sailor's Port Call, which, Santos, you remember you were on that very early. You're one of my first mm-hmm. guests. Thank you for supporting and, and being there. Yeah. And that's where we talk about leadership and and um, and people's jobs and, and how they deal with leadership in their line of work. Uh, but the I've just recently taken over as the uh, podcast host for the Behind the Player podcast, which is the Survival Challenge podcast. I am now the host for them, and I've been interviewing all of my season's contestants, all the players that played with me, about their journey and about um, you know the things they did. And, and kind of like you were asking me, what's your favorite challenge? What is it, like? How about this? How about that? Who, who did you have an alliance with? What's that? You getting paid for that? Man. Like I said, it's all it's all volunteer, bro. It's um, yeah. you know, it, it, because what they do is, and that's the the beauty of this thing is because it's for charity and it's volunteer. Um, as we get more people to play, uh, you have the option to come back and help and give back. Um, so I couldn't, I can't come, I can't come this July because I have some stuff going on. Um, but my way to give back and to and to volunteer and to and to and to help was to take over the podcast for them. So that's what I've been that's doing awesome. for them. It's been a blast, man. Yeah. Okay, now tell us what's this next um the next challenge um going to be the survivor challenge when you uh, convinced your wife to go with you. What's that ah, about? So, so remember I told you that there was a bunch of different games that uh, people host. Yeah. And there's a lot of big ones out there. Some of the survival challenge, the one I played last year, is considered the best one and the most intense. Um, but this one's called Can You Survive? It's in Maine. Um, it's in the mountains of Maine. And I think they're in their third or fourth season. And it's also a five-day event. Um, but this one, they're using a blood versus water theme, which Survivor did twice. The real Survivor did twice, where you come with a loved one. They split you guys up into separate tribes. And then the plan is to try to, you know, see if you can operate solo on your separate tribe. You compete against each other as tribes. And then eventually, if you merge and they're not voted out, then you're back together in the merge, right? So, um this was also for charity. We're playing for wounded warriors. So every all the money that I raise will go into um, – half of it will go to wounded warriors. The other half will go into a prize pot, um, a charity prize pot. And the winner gets that pot, and they will donate it directly to the charity of the winner's choice. So if we win, I get everybody's prize money for wounded warriors if if ria or i win we we get it for wounded warriors which i think is really awesome last year they raised twenty thousand dollars for charity i don't remember which charity the winner uh selected 
but um, they raised as a group collectively, all the players raised twenty thousand dollars for charity, which I think is an amazing thing. That's awesome, man. Yeah, man. How'd you? How, so your wife was on board from the get go. Um, so she came out. So the, the good thing about Survival Challenge is they have spectators. So Survivor doesn't have spectators, right? Because you go to Fiji and you're on you're, you're on an island, and CBS is not going to allow for spectators. Survival Challenge allowed for spectators as long as you don't. You, you, she couldn't talk to me, right? But she could be there and watch, and she could mingle with the other families and stuff like that. But they can't be part of the game. Um, so she just got. She kind of got. She loves Survivor. She loves to watch it. She's not really big on sleeping out in the forest and shit like that. But um, I convinced her to come out because we'd be doing it together. And she talks so much shit about how great she'd be at Survivor. And I was like, all right, we'll put your <laughs> money where your mouth is. Like, come on out. That's Let's great. See what you want. So she'll do it. She's going to, she's doing it because I'm going to be there. They tried to get her to apply for survival challenge. Um, but she won't do that one. She's like, I'm just going to do this one because you'll be there. And, um, you know, I'm going to beat you. And I'm like, all right, let's, let's do this. So we, cause there can only be one winner, dude. So it's, it, we both can't win. So at the end, one of us has to win. Uh, so it's okay. What if it comes down to you, to you too, would you let her win? Fuck no. <laughs> no. I, I would never live that down, dude. Never. Yeah. Like, or unless you're going to say, I'll let you win. Everyone knows I'll let you win. Get nah, over yourself. Would, yeah. was, you know, I don't know if I, I don't know. Cause I know you asked me if, if I should do it, if I would do it. And I'm like, man, I, I can't, man. I don't think I can. Plus if I convince Ruby to do it, I'm very protective. And so I'll be concerned about her. And then yeah. if I hear someone bad mouthing her, I wouldn't care if I'm on camera or not. There's going to be a problem. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And then if we yeah. end up having to be at the end or work together, that's not going to be good because I bartended a wedding with her and somehow I ended up being the bar back. And so <laughs> there's a little control issues there. <laughs> But um, yeah, I, mean, I, I would it, I would look into it though. That would be fun. But like I said, I can't like I even have a hard time doing yoga because of uh, I you know my both my feet were operated on and I can't like my ankles and my toes really hurt. And so when I do like zip lining, when you have to go through the ropes, I can barely do yeah. that because my feet are just and my big toe I can't hardly bend it. And so I'm like yeah. those obstacles, man. I just I would I would be in a lot of pain. The no. good thing is they don't do so. The challenges aren't all obstacles. They they do a good um, mix of like you'll have like a physical challenge and you'll have like a mental or a team building one. Like they, I didn't have to. I didn't feel like I was beat up physically. I was tired because I didn't sleep very well and I was hungry. But the challenges for me weren't. They weren't like they they were hard, but they weren't like. I could finish them. You know what I'm saying? They weren't terrible. And then, like, you know, you get a break. The next one would be like, all right, you have to fucking blow blow darts at balloons and, and whatever it was, like, in some grandiose manner. But, like, the way they do it is they, they really plan out these challenges so that you're not you're not doing these hard physical challenges back-to-back. -back. And when you're in the team portion, you, some of these challenges are so big that you're only doing – one portion of it and then you're handing it it's almost like tag teaming to your team they're doing the other half do they so provide like, like health insurance and stuff just in case someone gets actually seriously injured or how do what, what happens with that so they had they had a, a medical crew they had a they had an ambulance that was sitting there with with actual um emts on site uh they didn't need them but they sit there all day um i don't know if if they contract them or what but um 
you sign a waiver, obviously, make sure you have your own health insurance, but they do have EMTs on sites, which is nice. Um, I had a guy that we were doing a challenge where we were blindfolded, excuse me, and we had to go out and get these blocks, these puzzle blocks, bring them back. We had callers telling us where to go to get them. Um, and as you can imagine, there's people screaming all over the place. You can't hear who the fuck's calling you and who's not. And I ended up, I was holding a block. My teammate ran into me. He ran into my block and he split his lip open pretty bad. Um, they, they sewed him up and glued him up right on site. The EMTs, um, they asked him like, do you, he's bleeding everywhere. And they asked him like, do you want to stop? They, they made sure he didn't have a concussion. And he was like, fuck no, dude, I'm playing. Like, I've been waiting all year for this because you, you find out you're casted in like February. So like you've been waiting months to play, you know, um, and they, they took care of him, man. They, they glued him up. They stitched him, got him his Neosporin, um, took care of him over the course of five days. And he's doing great. But I, that, that was the only time they really needed um, the EMS or EMTs on, on the scene. Now, where was this? Where would this challenge be? The survival challenge with the, the one you're doing with your wife? Is that that's the one in Maine? Uh, that's called Can You Survive? Um, and that one is in Maine, yes. Okay. All right. Is there anything else you want to talk about until I change the subject and um and uh, talk about something else? You want do you you want to tell anybody your charity or websites or anything that you that you're doing or anything? Um, yeah, I've got a um so we've got a we've got a GoFundMe for my wife and I for the uh the Can You Survive for the Wounded Warriors one that we're doing. Um I can I can give you the link. I don't have I don't have the link, but um I can give you the link if you want to post it when you post the episode, Santos, you can yeah. do it that way. Um but you can also uh, find it on Facebook. I, I'm on Instagram at Sailor's Port Call. Um, you can uh, you can see you can see my post there, and it has the GoFundMe link in my bio if you're interested. And also, again, if you're interested in playing Survival Challenge, they are taking applications till January 31st. Um, they will start making calls in February, and you'll probably know by March if you're cast. The game is in July. Um, Five days in July, and I highly, highly, if you love Survivor, I highly recommend you give it a shot. Um, it is very well done. You will feel like you're in the real game. All right. Okay, now are you ready for the Santos signature questions? Let's get it. Okay. One, do you think you've ever witnessed paranormal activity? Think you ever seen a ghost or anything like that? Do I think I've ever seen a ghost? Damn, that's a good question. Um... You know what? I'll tell you this, and I, I'm not a true believer in paranormal activity, but I will say, and it may be because I'm getting old, but I, I feel like there are times where I see movement peripherally, like shadows and stuff, and it'll make me double take, like, what the fuck was that? And it, it, it could be, it's in the house, um, in the garage, and it used to happen in my old apartment, too, um, and... I just chalked it up to, you know, old age and my eyes getting fucked up or whatever it is. But I always thought, like, that's interesting. It, I don't know if you've had that before, but I, I see that a lot of, like, movement or shadows. In yeah, my they call those shadow people. Is, is that just being old or is that like a... No, that's the, that's the term that people that people have known to see, shadow people. That's what you're saying. Yeah, okay. Okay, the second question. Yeah. Do you think you ever witnessed seeing... An alien or UFO? Um, I think so. Yeah. I think be, when we were underway on the cutter, did you see some crazy shit in the sky, man. 
People don't know that because like people that are on land really can't see the sky because of all the light around them. But when you're yeah. out in the ocean, there's no light around. You see so much shit in the stars. Yes, and I, I'm telling you, um, there were times where it, it wasn't like you you know what a shooting star is or whatever. You see plenty of those, but um, definitely like very fast moving and sometimes blurry light looking objects in a clear sky. Um, yes, yes, very interesting. I, I probably I think I have seen. It's definitely an. A UFO, unidentified flying object, or whatever the fuck they call it nowadays. It was definitely unidentified, and it was flying. So, um, where were I think, you? Uh, Caribbean. Caribbean. Yeah. All right. Okay. Now, I also want to apologize for my behavior when I was in the Bahamas. At uh, one point in time, you were my boss, and I know I wasn't the easiest to work with. <laughs> uh, you were simple, dude. You, I mean. Yeah. You did not, you didn't bother me any. Yeah, You know what you were? You were like the grumpy guy that was about to leave. Um, that they looked had like, his retirement paperwork approved and shit. Yeah, and it looked like, I, I came in and I was like, I, I feel like you probably, the command was dumping a lot of shit on you and you were irritated. And I, that's, I was like, all right, he's just ready to go. Like, it didn't bother me any. I just, I felt like they were beating you up a little bit. So you probably were warranted in how you felt. I mean, for a little bit, but like, like I was treated okay. I just didn't like how others were treated. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That well, that was coming you, down right? from the lieutenant and everything like that. And I know, remember, I sent that email with all caps. That was very sensitive to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> you, didn't bother, you didn't bother me any, but of course, as a chief, they're gonna be like, um, "Why did why did OS one send this?" And I was like, "I don't know, dude. Why don't you fucking ask him?" Like, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying, man. But yeah. But uh, it was a good time in the Bahamas. Great time for me. I you lived your best life, man. I, if there's anybody I'd ever want to show me around the Bahamas, it's you. It's yeah. you. I try to tell people I'm a great tour guide. It, I mean, it was a great time. I had a lot of great friends, great, great local friends. Yeah. I loved it down there, man. It was the uh, best time of my life. It really was. Um, it was for me, too. I, I, I two, That two years was, was, yeah, some of the best time I ever had in the Coast Guard, for sure. I mean, I was even in the movie down there. I was in The Other Woman. Did you know that? Right? I know, that's right. Remember? I, I do remember that. <laughs> I was in the dance scene when they were dancing at the bar at the Cove in Atlantis. I was dancing. <laughs> you gotta get that you gotta get that clip and post it for the world to see, man. I, I do. I have that clip, but people like, hey, you were we seen you for like two seconds. Get over yourself. I'm like, okay, well, were you in anything? No? Yeah. Like, okay, okay. Is your name in the fucking credits? Mine is. Like No, I didn't see my name in the credits though. <laughs> They gotta put you in the credits. They should have been. I mean, my name was on. You no, know, you had to fill out paperwork and everything. So that's why I was like waiting for my name to be in the credits. I'm like, it Did wasn't. You look? Yeah, I looked. I watched because I watched the movie. wasn't the best, but Cameron that's Diaz was actually really cool. I thought that was a good movie. Yeah, you know, but Kate Upton she played her part to really good because in person she's not smart. She's not a smart. I don't think she was a smart woman. You know, she just like. She played her part perfectly because that's how she is in real life. But Cameron yeah, Diaz, yeah. I thought, was really cool, really down to earth, and really chill. I really liked her. I heard that about her. She's pretty chill. Yeah. All right, man. Well, is there anything else you want to say before we before we end this? No, I want to ask you a question. Oh hell! Did you shoot your shot at Cameron Diaz? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't, man. I didn't because, like, if you watch the movie, they're dancing on like on a different kind of platform. Yeah. And so she was next to me, but she was she was high up, and I was I was actually 
when I was I was hanging out with a couple women there already, so I was dancing with them. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so I'm like, why waste my time yeah. <laughs> with her? You know, but, but no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't. I had to ask that. I, I've always wondered that. I figured you probably would, knowing you. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> no no, mountain, no mountain's that. too high to climb. No mountain's too high to climb. Yeah, it just wasn't the time. Honestly, man, because when I, when that shot was was taken, it it was like at 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning yeah. as well. And like I was on the level, I just want to get this scene cutting over with so I could carry my ass home because it was hot, so hot and humid out there. Yeah. And they, it gave yeah. us McDonald's to eat. Oh, I'm hell like, no. What the fuck is this? And we weren't allowed to drink. And I'm like, they couldn't get you conch salad or something? No, man. They, they had everything was shut down. So, like, a couple people, like, they, they did sneak in, like, a bottle of rum or whatever. So, we started drinking that little bit. But, you know, it was, <laughs> uh, it, I was at that point. No, I just wanted to get it over with and go home because it was, that was a long yeah. night. But, yeah, man. But, all right, buddy. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show, on the podcast. And, uh, I hope uh, good luck in Maine. Hope you guys win. Hope one of Thanks, y'all bro. win. Well, uh, I'll, I'll keep. I'll post a link for the because it'll be live streamed also. And again, remember y'all, survivalchallenge.net. Go check it out. Application to the thirty first. Uh, you if you if you want to reach out and ask me about an application or um, a video, uh, you can get my information through Santos. Um, I will help you. It's amazing thing. Um, it's fun. If you love Survivor, you will not be disappointed. And that's all I got. All right, brother. I appreciate it, man. I think this that's awesome, man. I hope you win. And I um, appreciate you coming on the podcast, brother. Yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah, man. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you guys next time.